Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Cella Time, where four friends talk about their thoughts with a drink in hand. My name is Diego. Hey guys, I'm Cesar. Hey everybody, this is Joel. And I'm Peter. Oh, what are y'all drinking tonight? I am uh, drinking. Ultra. <laughs> Just a note. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, the On my birthday, uh, Diego... No, sorry. Pedro and, and Caesar got me uh, Smirnoffs, <laughs> and so from those, I made myself a an, an orange juice drink, which is basically just a screwdriver with more orange juice. Yeah, I don't know what a screwdriver, screwdriver is. Yeah, what the fuck? Is it's that? the orange. It's the orange that you that you're drinking there, friend. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Well, apparently, I'm drinking a screwdriver. Yes, sir. I'm. Yes. I'm. I'm just having Coke. A little bit How like many lines? Line, like a line of coke. <laughs> like yeah, a fucking, oh, if that's the case, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We don't do we don't do drugs here at Chella Time. Well, I got that scar only alcohol. Unless we have enough for everyone, okay? Oh, <laughs> shit, my bad, geez. So Caesar says that, and that's a fucking lie. <laughs> <laughs> You've never shared with me, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Oh I'm yeah, I think. I think we're all in like uh, a pretty damn good mood. We've been, we've all been kind of just sipping at our drinks uh, for a while before for starting. A so, we, oh yeah, we initially thought we were gonna start this about what three hours ago? Not even like four <laughs> hours ago. <laughs> it took us, you guys, just so you guys know at home what we go through. We went through like two hours of sound testing, and I keep in mind we're, we're four dumbasses, so we we distract ourselves every other five minutes. So yeah, that it takes quite some a, time. That's a yeah, good but topic about. Like, Caesar wanted to go actually... to a fucking party. <laughs> I know you yeah. were. We were all ready. All three of us were ready, listen. and then and then Caesar's like, "No, I have to go to my cousin's house." I'm like, "Nah, nah." Listen, listen. It was worth it because my my cousin didn't tell me why she wanted me to show up, but the news when I got there was like, "Okay, this is worth it." I found out one of my family members uh, finally turned into a U.S. citizenship, like an hey. citizen. Oh, so damn! I was like, you know what? That's always okay. good to that's, hear. This that's is always totally sick. Caesar, yeah, I, I was about to say that uh, someone was pregnant. So <laughs> same here. Yeah, yeah. They invited you over to tell the, tell you that you were pregnant. Oh my <laughs> God. Twist. Jesus Christ! No, um, I found that out. Then I'm like, you know what? That's that's awesome. You know, I'm like, I'm totally. I felt good. And I was like, all right, it's worth it. It's worth the to be a little late. So now and I'm like, I knew you guys would understand too. So I'm like, it's it's worth it. So you can take yeah, that off easy peasy. Well, this guy, he was already a resident, so he would go back and forth. Oh, okay. For sure. For yeah. sure. But like, you know, you still got to make it official. You can't just stay a resident all the time. Resident. Oh, is that like, like one of your uncles? Uh, Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. One totally. of my uncles is a resident too, but he, he's been living here for like the past 25 years, dude. And he just, he's just like, nah, I don't want to become a, res- a citizen. And I'm like, why? It's like, you'll you'll get access to so many other things. And he's like, yeah. He's like, but I just, I don't want to take a test. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> like, you know, it's like 25 years. It's like, that's, that's a pretty good part of history. Either way, it's not like they're going to ask him about the, like the fucking twin towers or anything. Dude. Why is it that? Okay. That is like, why is it that my brain went to that too? Like I immediately right. thought, Oh, nine <laughs> eleven. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's the event that's like defined a generation, dude. So, it's, it's yeah, hard to not think of uh, fucking 9-11. Some of the trivia is pretty retarded, though. I'm not even going to lie. Like Some of the trivia that they ask you, it's like 
you know, where was the first McDonald's made? <laughs> it's not true, dog. Yeah, it kind of is true. It kind of that's is, the though. weird way to describe it, though. It's not like random fucking knowledge, you know. It's yeah. like I. It pissed me off so much. Like you know, um, you guys remember our junior year? We had to take our civics exam. Oh yeah, yes, yes, sir. yeah. I I fucking I didn't understand how people were actually tripping out about the civics exam. It's like, what the fuck have you been like Common on? Like, bro. we we had history in seventh and eighth grade. We had world history in ninth grade, and you also had U.S. history in tenth grade. It's like, and you also live in the United States. It's like, how do you? How do you worry about the U.S. history? It's like it was taught to you. And some people were like, oh, my God, I got to study for my civics exam. And I'm like, the fuck you doing? What the fuck were you doing for four years straight? Not paying attention? Dicking about, honestly. Yeah. Shit. Like, I, I know some people who are like on the, on the topic of citizenship that are straight up fucking citizens. And they, they don't know jack shit about the United States. And I know some people who aren't and they're they're immigrants and did their civics exam while in, while in junior junior year and they fucking got hundreds percent so i'm like could we just like shift citizenship because i feel like some, <laughs> some people, people don't are, deserve it some people yeah some people don't deserve it they it's like you you got to do your due diligence even for a little bit yeah, yeah. so yeah that's why i was late <laughs> that's all that's it's a good observation because uh that immediately makes me think of my grandparents who like they they would read obviously translated books but like um, I distinctly remember my my grandparents having a book. I think it was Bill Clinton's autobiography, and like, mm-hmm. like you know that that was just one example of of how they kept up with like the times here in America. It's like obviously they're they're living here. They've been living here for the past God like forty years. Um, so obviously you know they're and knowing that they wanted to become citizens, you know, pretty quickly, they they know more than I do about, you know, though, like those administrations and like the government of that yeah, time. And it's like, it's awesome. Yeah. But in a sense, it's kind of retarded because, uh, you know, you're the people who undergo this process. Uh, they have to go through more obstacles and more loops than a person who is just, who just happens to be born in, in on us soil. It's like, Oh these yeah. People, it's these, bullshit. These people, I guess would be more patriotic than someone actually who fucking was born and raised in the united states now that's not to say everybody but there are some people who are born here and then they're like viva mexico cabrones and i'm like wait what the hell what the hell dog you 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 never even stepped foot in mexico (laughs) (laughs) right yeah yeah but the heritage is still there yeah but you also got to represent the u.s yeah and i feel like there's a there's a distinction not a distinction there's a like people get caught up in like what patriotism is and nationalism is. Oh yeah. And, and I think people intertwine the two all the time. Yeah. Nationalism, it, it, it's, it's a little more on the spectrum of like extremism. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like patriotism is like, you know, Oh cool. I celebrate the 4th of July. You, you respect it. But nationalism is like, I will fucking die for this. Yeah. Like you, you'll die for the flag. And, you know, yeah. all these like people keep like I, I see like you. We all see it all the time online, especially with the goddamn Trump administration in power right now. The fucking stupid ass regime. Fuck them. Fuck Trump. Um, but, we, you know, you'll see people like, oh, like these these people are extremely patriotic. It's like, no, like I would say I'm patriotic, but I'm not nationalistic. Like I, yeah. I, I don't I don't you know, I, I wouldn't die for the flag. 
No, but and I, st- it, I still respect that I live here. And it's funny because if if you I, I watched this one video um, on YouTube, and no, it's not a a point to reference. Like you can't do your research by go to watch a video, but it's a place where ideas begin. You know, and so when I watched this YouTube video, they were making the points about how nationalism now is actually uh, very reminiscent and it's reflecting a little bit of of fascism back in germany with with like the uh, hitler's uprise and everything like there's very yeah. similar emulates like yeah. um there's there's a, an exclusive uh group of people who should have rights to this we should exclude x and x people because they aren't naturals and and it's almost like in the sense like oh these immigrants can't be here because xxx well that's the same argument that they were doing with the jews it's like uh, it even got to the point where it's like they were no longer even jewish but they looked jewish and we go to the topic here where it's like someone who looks brown even though they're from the 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 u.s it's like oh well they look mexican or they look muslim or they look like from the middle east and we need to exclude that that's that's fascist that's not patriotism that's that's fascism (laughs) i know yeah and it's 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 funny how you 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 see that thrown around and I feel like people throw it around all the time, but I mean, me, like obviously maybe, maybe us here in our group of four and like a handful of other people understand truly what that is, but uh, the general public, they just hear fascism and they think Nazi Germany, they think, you know, the, the, the cold war era Russians and stuff. And they just think bad. It's like, but if they were to explain it, they would realize that it's like, well, it's actually the people that are saying that like another group is fascist that are the real fascists. And it's just the, the news just doesn't do a good job of conveying like the, the real terms correctly. Yeah. It's like they, that the definition that they, they given us isn't the definition, but it's more uh, imagery or they attached certain eras to the definition of fascism. So, which is why when we hear fascism, we hear, Oh, it's you. Uh, it's the Soviet Union. Oh shit! It's fucking Nazi Germany. But Nazi Germany wasn't the only fascist regime in history. So it's like there, there's different. Uh, there, Nazi Germany is a very extreme case of fascism. Oh yeah, absolutely. But that's not to say that there are very other light cases of fascism that even exist today in modern history. Yeah, but I think I, it's just it's just people that that don't want to put the the term fascism on there because then it it becomes extreme, just because it's the word. But it's like no, that's not the case. Oh yeah, moral of the story is just be proud of where you're from and your heritage. That fucking escalated very fucking quickly. What <laughs> yeah, the you got fuck, man. you got to rep Brazil. We gotta inform the people. <laughs> yeah, this is not no, a political podcast. We're sorry. Yeah, I was I was about to say that, Pedro. I was like it. It just happened to spiral into just very briefly to a little bit of uh, a political science po- uh, podcast. We are not that though. We are here to have fun and potentially get a little bit wasted as we speak to you guys. We we went from trying to explain the process of like what we do before the podcast to why I was late to so, so talking about fascism, <laughs> talking about Nazi Germany. I'm like, holy shit, man. You brought it the term. You brought it the topic of citizenship. All right, it's <laughs> your fault. <laughs> you you fucking triggered us, dog. I was like, "Fuck! What have I done?" It's like man. fucking Bucky from 
uh, <laughs> the Winter's from Avengers from the Marvel Universe. As soon as I hear a, a code sequence, we just go ape shit. <laughs> Sleeper agents. Oh, citizen, <laughs> I'm about to fuck you up, dude. <laughs> About a lecture ass. Starts decking everybody. <laughs> Anyways, on the term of fucking people up, um, Pedro has a story of him, which I I haven't heard. I don't know if you guys have heard. He's from been Pedro. hyping it up. Yeah, he's I, been really yeah. hyping it up, and I really want to hear it. And I also want him to share it now with with all of us. What the fuck happened to you? So okay, just to give a, a bit of a backstory, right? <laughs> Thursday of last week, I believe, um, I woke up, getting ready for my shift at work. I wake, I work from home at 5 a.m., and I woke up to an extreme pain in my balls. Oh, shit. And it was... <laughs> <laughs> so, listen. I knew it. I fucking knew listen, it. Listen, 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 boys. Listen. Okay. <laughs> so I, I got a sharp pain in my balls and keep in mind I put in a good hours worth of work because I was like okay maybe this will pass through maybe I just slept wrong maybe my balls upside down or something who knows <laughs> your balls shouldn't hurt <laughs> it's, fucking, it's fucking twisted yeah, we'll, we'll get to that so oh no <laughs> around 6.45 I just messaged my boss I was like hey I'm out balls hurt. I'm going to the ER my I'm out hurt. My balls hurt. And then I told my mom, and keep in mind, everyone in my house doesn't wake up to like 9 or so. So I wake up my mom at 6.45, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to go to the ER. She's like, why? And I'm just like, my balls hurt. Those huevos. <laughs> yeah, all, like really awkwardly. And this is going to be a recurring segment during this story. I'm embarrassed as hell because I don't. I've never this, – this is just a weird situation for me. So I'm just like, my – me, me, the means huevos. Me, the me, me, it's huevos. And <laughs> she's just like, she, she, she gives up on me, right? She fucking gives up. She's like, okay, fine. Let me know. Let me know what, what goes down. So I drive myself to the ER. Um, I drive myself <laughs> to St. Joseph's. Patrick. What's up? Well, so, like, just real quick, you know how uh, Mexican moms, like, say, oh, just put Vaporu on it. Could you imagine <laughs> putting Vaporu on your balls? Dude, I I was so tempted to put Tiger Bomb on my balls, dude. I was like, but that's just going to make things worse, isn't it? it yeah. to, to describe the pain, I say sharp pain. It's as if someone punched me in the balls. And, the, oh. you know, like, that first that first stage of when you get hit in the balls is just aching down there. Yeah. And then it goes uh, up to your stomach. Yeah. Imagine that, but the entire time. Oh, oh my god. Okay. Jesus, man. So, um, so it was yeah. like an infinite ball kick. It was... yeah, exactly, exactly. If I had to describe it, someone kicked me in the balls. Oh. And so, and keep, it's just the right one, by the way. It's just the right one. <laughs> so that's what led me to believe, okay, it's either upside down, twisted, or I jerked it too hard and something's happened. You know what I'm saying? And so sure. I drive, <laughs> I, <laughs> I drive yeah, to the I... hospital. <laughs> I drive to the hospital and immediately like once i'm there they have me waiting because there's a few people ahead of me and i'm just chilling there and then i get to the front desk and they've already made like a big hullabaloo like oh like have you had covid and, and have you had anyone close do you have covid in the past 14 days i was like no we're all chilling and then she's like okay baby what's what's the problem it was an old black lady i was like sure what's what's wrong and I, and I lean i lean forward in the desk i have my mask on and everything i lean forward in the desk and i whisper my my right testicle hurts and she's like i'm sorry what was that and i was like my 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 right testicle hurts <laughs> and she's like okay 
and she gets my information and then the nurses uh, take my vitals and they and it's it's this one dude and another, and, a, and a, a lady and they didn't hear what I just told the lady <laughs> they didn't hear what I just told the front desk woman <laughs> and so I had to explain I had to explain it again um, so my um my my right testicle hurts <laughs> and they're like okay cool sit down then they took my vitals it was all fine and they explained to me you know they asked me like oh like you know did you did you do anything and I was like nope I just woke up and it started hurting and they're like, okay cool well and then of course they walk me into a room I wait in the room and in pain in pain this entire time I'm in excruciating pain holding my nut <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I didn't want. To, I didn't want to make it obvious because again, I'm so embarrassed. So I'm trying my hardest to walk like normal, but deep down, I want to crawl. Like it's so bad. Oh my god! Yeah, it was really bad. And I'm in the room, and a lady walks in, and she's like, "Okay, so yeah, tell me what's the problem." And I was like, "Well, I it, it feels like someone kicked me in the balls like this morning, and it's not going away." And she's like, oh, did you sleep on your side? Or, you know, what was your sleeping position? And she laid me on her bed. I gave her my sleep. I do the Superman, right? Like, you know, one arm going extended. The fuck, Uh, man? Yeah. (laughs) And she's like, okay, fine. Uh, Okay, let's check it out. Pull down your pants. (laughs) Let's go. See that nut. Oh, oh, another thing. She has an assistant assistant who's, like, learning from her at the time. Like, almost like a trainee. And so she's taking notes on all this. And then... I'm surprised, and by all means, anyone who's in the medical field may say otherwise. I've only had, like, when it comes to medical reasons, I've only had my balls touched by a man. <laughs> and so it caught, it caught me very off guard that she was the one who was going to do it. But I was like, you know what? Whatever. It's fine. He came with them soft hands. I was, dude, I told myself, do not, this is not the time to get a boner. This is not the time to get a boner. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And, of course, she, she checks it out. And she's she she says she says a whole bunch of big words that I can't comprehend at six at seven in the morning. Um, but she was like, "Oh, you know," she she basically yeah, like I said, she said a bunch of big words that I cannot repeat. She said you were packing. She said you were hung, boy. <laughs> and um, so they leave. And she's like, "Okay, I'll be right back. I'll give you a shot for nausea because I wanted to throw up, and I'll give you a shot for the pain." And that didn't happen. No, no, like in the, <laughs> in the, in the arm. <laughs> they give me the shots on the arm, but not yet. Uh-oh. So after this, they, she tells me, okay, what we're going to do here is we're going to do a CAT scan. And we're also going to do an ultrasound. Uh, CAT scan to find, you know, if there's any. Oh, you know, yeah. What if you were just pregnant? Like, that was it. Oh, no, I, I absolutely. It's in his ball testicle. <laughs> the baby's growing in there. Um <laughs> No, so this entire time they they're rolling me in a in a wheelchair, and again I'm I feel extremely embarrassed, and I kind of like obviously I know I shouldn't feel embarrassed because this is what they do, but the entire time they're strolling me around, I feel like I'm on display because I see like every other person like looking at me and I'm just like I I don't feel comfortable. Yeah, <laughs> like, Pedro, I remember uh, I was hopped up on morphine when I got my appendix removed. Mm-hmm. And I was in a wheelchair, and I just felt like everybody was staring at me. So I know how you feel. Exactly, exactly. And and you know, I tried to look around, and I'm under a mask, right? But in the mask, I'm like smiling hysterically because I laugh when I'm uncomfortable. So like, if they were to even if they were to remove the mask, it would have been even more weirder. Um, 
but yeah, they put me in the CAT scan and they fucking do what they need to do. And they're like, okay, we'll have the test results in about an hour. And of course, after they do the CAT scan, they take me to the ultrasound. This is where the fun comes in. So there's, I forgot, I Damn forgot his right. name. I forgot his name, right? Uh, but it was a, a much older uh, Latino gentleman. And he doesn't say a word to me, right? When he first picks me up, he doesn't say a word to me. He just points to the chair and tells me to sit on it. And, you know, points me to sit on it, right? And I sit on the chair, and he strolls me over to the ultrasound. Before I sit down, I said, oh, I can walk if that's cool, because I know that he's going to have to stroll me. Um, he's like, no, nah, you're going to want to sit down. Oh, my sure, God. Sure enough, yeah, he walks across the entire hospital. And I was like, I appreciate him for strolling me around. So at this point, you know, I know how an ultrasound goes. They put the jelly, and, you know, they put a, put a sensor on there. But I I tried to stay as professional as possible, right? And he's oh, and he's yeah. and he's as professional as possible as well. Kudos to him. And so he he advises me, okay, uh, lay down on this bed. I'm gonna put this blanket over you, and you're gonna pull your pants down under your knees. And I say, okay. Do you want me to do that right now? Yes. Okay. So I so I do that. And he's like, hold your dick. I was like, wait, what? He's like, hold your dick. <laughs> up to your belly. I was like, oh, okay. Wait, he sure. said, hold your dick. Hold my dick. <laughs> he said, hold your dick. In those exact words. Yes. He said, so I'm, I'm telling you. Christ. And I was like, and we're already, you know, I can tell he's a chill guy. And I'm trying, again, I'm extremely embarrassed. I'm really, like, awkward at this point. He's like, I'm, I'm going to put this jelly on you, okay? And I was like, cool beans. The second that jelly hit my balls, it's this extremely cold <laughs> lubricant. I, I burst laughing. I'm, I'm hysterically dying oh, on this fucking bed. I honestly uh, thought you were going to say something else. You're like, I fucking just came out of excitement. I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I repainted those walls. No, um, the second it hit my balls, I was laughing hysterically. And he was laughing too. He was like, I know, I know, I'm sorry. Like, it's all good, buddy. Here <laughs> comes like, the fun part. Yes, here comes the fun part. Because then <laughs> he gets a towel and he's like, put this under your nuts. And he squeezes real hard. No, and, and I do my best. Ah. I put, I, no, no, I do my best to put it between my legs and under my nuts. Because again, he won't let me, the, the bed doesn't allow me to, you know, full spread eagle, you know, extend. <laughs> So right. my my legs are are close together, and I have to put it under my balls. So I just do my best. He's like, "Here, I got you." <laughs> oh my god! And, and <laughs> Yo, and he's he, straight up Chad. Dude. He, he rolls the towel up in like in a roll. It's a chungus, and he shoves it like really close to my ass. Like he's, I <laughs> legit, I feel like he's gonna stick it in my ass. And then at this point. I was again laughing hysterically. He's like, "I won't tell anyone if you don't." I was like, "For sure, player." Wait, what? oh my god! <laughs> well, what? What? Yeah, <laughs> I was. He was fine. He was chill. I know he was joking, but I thought it was hilarious. And uh, sure <laughs> enough, he's like, "You ready to see your twins?" And I was like, "Sure, yeah." And then sure enough, I see like every pregnant woman experiences. I get to see my babies in the form of my testicles and. Sure enough, he was like, yeah, look, they're symmetrical in this way, in this way. Uh, do you see this? This is the cord. Um, that, fast deference? Yeah. He's explaining like everything I'm seeing. I'm like, oh, nuts. 
and like he has he, he puts a monitor towards me and like legit i wish someone came with me so i can have that experience of like looking over like this is our kid like look at this but you should have posted on instagram it's a boy yeah <laughs> it's two boys it's twins have a gender reveal party and then uh, create another welfare exactly in arizona <laughs> my lord but uh, yeah, after that, you know, we he he types in some numbers, and I'm I'm just amazed that I get to see my testicles. And yeah, after that, you know, he he squirts on more jelly. This is this isn't as shocking as a first squirt, so it's fine. Um, but then we're all done with that, and he, he he's like, "All right, pull up your pants." And I was like, "Can can I use? Can I get like a paper towel? Because of course I'm covered in jelly." He's like, "Oh yeah, for sure." And he just tells me to use the towel that was up my ass. And so I used that towel. However, I don't know how to act because he was still in the room. So I couldn't, you know, get up and really clean myself. So I kind of had to clean myself laying down. Like I just got cream pied. And <laughs> Good Lord. Good Lord. And so... <laughs> why you have to say it like that because that's the first thing that came to my mind that's the first thing because whenever you cream pie somebody oh, Pedro Pedro you were like yo dog I told you not to finish in my ass <laughs> bro you came in my ass oh my god <laughs> but what the so, fuck? let me finish let me finish so I'm under the blanket trying my hardest not to like reveal myself even though he's already seen more than enough um and I do, I keep in mind, like the blanket was already like, you know how like when you're in bed and the blanket's like not neatly made and you're just struggling to find like the right part of the blanket to like lay under, um, same situation. So I was a mess down there. And even when I, when I was like done, I still had like the jelly, like on my shirt, on my pants. And I was like, cool. Yeah. Fuck it. It is. What it is. Yeah. I, I'm gonna have the walk of shame. Right. And then. Sure enough, I get to wash my hands, and then I'm, I'm back on the seat. And then they sit me down, and he rolls me over. And he rolls me over to a lobby where, like, you know, there's a bunch of patients in, a, in like, kind of in a row in their own little sections, like, after surgery almost. And I'm sitting there, and there's this old lady, like, in the front desk, and I'm watching Family Feud, and I'm enjoying Family Feud. Um... I got really into it for some reason. And then this lady comes by and she just takes me. Saying not, not a single word, she just takes me. She steals like, oh, you away. Yeah, she, she, I had no idea where I was going. I was like, okay, I thought I was done. Like, I thought that was it. But yeah, she just takes me away and she leads me to the waiting room. And in the waiting room, at this point, my phone had just died. So at this point, it was around 9 o'clock. And my phone has just died, so I'm stuck there watching this really awful show about flipping um, antiques. Like people will buy antiques from. Oh, random is, people. It, oh is it? Oh, yeah. is it the two guys? Is it uh, American There's, Pickers? Yes, yes, it was American that Pickers. So good! It's so good. It, it was very interesting. It definitely kept me entertained. Um, and I was just watching that, and I was like, "This is fine." They had a marathon. It was cool. And sure enough, one of the nurses. Uh, takes me in she's like okay i just need to do some blood work i was like cool beans and this girl you know she i'm sure she did fine and uh, later on turned out that she did do fine taking my blood but i'm just a conscious i'm i'm a very paranoid person so when she was taking the blood i didn't mind that right it was whatever it's no big to me however when she pulls out like the actual 
syringe, the needle doesn't come out. And I freaked out because she already bandaged it up. And I was like, okay, I hope the needle is not inside me because I'm going to freak. And sure enough, I I played it off like it was nothing. I was like, cool, it's whatever. And I like, of course, I like tried to move my arm as frantically as possible to see if I can feel the needle. Nothing's there. But then I take the bandage off and I feel an extremely hard tube, which I later found out was my vein. But at the time, I was freaking out because I was like, is the fucking needle inside me? So um, one of the other nurses like was just in there. And I, I kind of asked her, I was like, hey, is, is this normal? She's like, yeah, it's normal. That's no problem. I was like, okay, cool. Mini panic attack of the day. And then that another nurse comes by and she asked me, oh, you know, just for, you know, some tests that we need to run to see if there's any, you know, cancer or anything of the sort. Uh, we need a, a urine sample. And I was like, oh, hell yeah, I've been needing to pee all morning. So sure enough, I, easy peasy. I filled the cup to the brim and I'm like, here you go. And an hour goes by a whole hour guys a whole hour goes by and she so, comes into the room what's up so at this point you've it's 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 about seven in the morning when you decide to drive over right yes so it's seven in the morning you get there you have to wait through the whole thing you fill out papers all that good stuff so i'll buy and if you're, you've waited an hour you've been there for about what three hours Two hours, two, three hours at this point. Yes, it was nine when they put him in the waiting room. It was about ten at this point of the story. Yes. Good lord. Yeah, I spent a whole day there, but like I was saying, was a whole hour passed by, and she's at the she. Okay, normally when they call you from the waiting room, they walk in and like Pedro or whoever the patient is, and you follow them wherever they lead you. <laughs> right. This lady said, Pedro concerning as hell and she's standing at the door and she's shaking her head and she looks so concerned and i was like dude dude oh my god and at this point i'm my heart sank and i'm just walking to the door and she's like i am so sorry and at this point i'm like stop let me call my mom <laughs> oh, no. like, <laughs> i was like stop let me call my mom i want to make sure i have emotional support for this because if you're gonna tell me i'm dying or I, you gotta cut my nuts off. I need. To <laughs> She's like, she tells me, "I'm so sorry, I lost your urine sample." And at this point, I'm freaking out. How the fuck did you lose my urine sample? She drank that- it. <laughs> no, Caesar, I, I would have rather. Too, so she fucking took it. Caesar, I would have rather her drink it. But the expl- the explanation she gave me was, I didn't label it. And at this point, I was like, "Lady, my balls are in your hands, metaphorically." Like you need to t- <laughs> don't well, tell me you mislabeled my urine. She, she didn't lose it. She probably just like took it and put it in a batch with a whole bunch of unlabeled yes. stuff, and she just probably didn't want to assume which one was your urine because mm-hmm. that would lead to you know fake positives or fake fake negatives. Mm-hmm. So she's like, you know what? I'll just ask this nigga to pull his dick out again. False negatives. Some other patient exist. was like. Just like they, they give them back the urine samples. Like, oh, you're the one who's their balls was hurting, right? <laughs> oh, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, no, this is just a physical, man. I don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> right? But um, at this point, yeah, I was, I was, I wasn't, I, I did my best to not seem annoyed. I was already kind of like ticked off because again, they haven't given me my shot yet for the pain, so I'm still aching, and I've been here for three hours at this point. So I'm just like, okay, cool. 
I'll give you another urine sample. And sure enough, I already emptied the tank with the first shot. So now I got to like, you know, really muster up the courage to pee a little bit. And sure enough, like I literally gave him drops and I was just like, is, is this fine? She's like, Oh yeah, that's more than fine. We don't need much. I was like, damn, I overdid it with the last one then. I was about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> they've always, they've, every time I've gotten drug tested or even done tests where they require my urine, the the nurse always tells me, by the way, we only require up to here. She's like, please don't over, please don't overfill it. It just makes my job harder. And she just walks away. And, and normally I was, I was waiting for her to tell me where to fill. She's like, oh yeah, just fill with what you can. I was like, cool, I will. And um, after I gave her the second um, sample, then they were able to give me the the um, the pain shot and the nausea shot, which, long story short, it did fuck all. It didn't do a damn thing. Um, so, yeah, they gave me the shot. And then two more hours of waiting, I hear an announcement. It's around 11 at this point, 11, 11.30-ish. I hear an announcement. And it was basically, you know, attention all... Uh, doctors, the server is down. And I was like, wait, what? And so then all the nurses come in and explain to all the patients in the waiting room, hey, the server is down, so all the tests are going to take a little while. Long story short, they basically told us there's going to be a long wait for us to proceed. So now I'm still sitting there. I'm watching this auction bullshit. I'm fucking waiting for this pain to go away. And then at this point she keeps the nurse keeps coming in the same way every time she's like pedro oh my god i am so sorry and i'm like bitch if you're gonna tell me i'm dying tell me i'm dying i'm tired of this already Um, but each time she's just like oh it's just gonna be a few more moments it'll be a few more minutes i was like cool whatever don't 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 worry about it um and then the nurse the the initial nurse this is a whole separate nurse who who checked my balls she comes in to talk to me once the server's back up and running like another hour later she tells me, so uh, she, she puts me down and she's like, do you ride motorcycles? And I was like, no. Oh, do you race? Do you drive a fast car? I was like, I drive a Camaro. And she's like, oh, I was just wondering if you're in a racing team. And I was like, what? And I could not make this up, guys. Like, I was just like, um, no, I'm, I, um, I'm just, a, I just work at, I'm a web hoster, web advisor. Um. And, I, and immediately I thought, okay, is this something like with my balls? And she's like, oh, no, it's no, it's nothing. I was just wondering. I was like, okay, cool. That was a random. And then she explains to me, so we believe you passed kidney stones. And I was no like, way. Yeah. She was like, we found fragments of blood in there. However, we found no signs of testicular cancer, no signs of, um, you know, your balls being out of place or twisted or looped. And she was just like, and we found fragments of what is a kidney stone. And I was like, oh, damn. All right. So what? And she was like, yeah, so pretty much we're going to give you antibiotics and and ibuprofen for the pain. And that's it. (laughs) And you should uh, get healthier. (laughs) Yeah, basically. And 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 uh, right after she says all this, she's like, oh, and by the way. And she's like leaning in real close to me. She's like. I've also made sure, just because you're young, I made sure that we give you an STD test, too. I was like, cool. Noted. <laughs> and, and she's like, we'll give you the results in a week. It's been a while. I have yet to have results. I'm going to go get tested. Are you, and, are you worried about those results? You sound... No, no, sound not at all. Worried. 
Not at all. But, he's like, no, yeah. believe me, there's been nothing going on. <laughs> <laughs> My hand is clean. Um, <laughs> uh, what's it called? Then right after, of course, they give me the paperwork and they're like, all right, you know, make sure that, you know, you piss a lot and you drink a lot of water. I was like, we'll do. So for like the next couple of days, I, I drank nothing but pure water. And sure enough, um, the pain, the pain itself was dying down but it was still really bad so i didn't even go to work for like a couple days like it was that bad like it hurt sitting on a chair sucked so i could only just lay down um but i'm fine now no more signs of kidney stones um and yeah that's the end of my fucking er story so so don't stop drinking water just because you stopped having kidney stones. No, no You're, shit. No shit, yeah. Joe. I don't want this ball pain anymore. I'm drinking water way more regularly now. Yeah, this should but, be uh, a, a call to action. You should be drinking more water. Start putting less shit in your body so that your your nuggets are, are perfect and they're perfectly fine. My twins, man. Know, fucking twins. I don't know how good of a story that was on a podcast where we think we get fucked up. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love <laughs> I love that. Like for the past twenty minutes, it was all about Peter's balls. Like, hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> fucking ball existential, buddy. That's all that's all I ever wanted out of this podcast. <laughs> hey, you're you're not alone in the uh in like the ultrasound on your balls though. You're not the only one. I've I myself have gotten uh an ultrasound on my balls. Did you get a towel up your ass? No, I had not that, thankfully. <laughs> I was, I mean, I was like much younger. This was maybe like a decade ago, but <laughs> the, I was getting a physical done. And what the like, fuck? That's a, that's a hardcore physical. No, I know, I know, I know. Like that, this, this is what, what basically like made it, you know. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Like I, I just was getting a, ru- a routine physical and, they're doing the thing where they like put the fingers on your butt. I mean, for for men, where they like <laughs> push it. I know. I, I don't want to. You know, we obviously have. It basically is. Shit. It basically is an ultrasound for men. But uh, no, hold, hold on. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. They do the thing where like they push on your balls a little bit, and then they have you turn your head and cough. Yeah. So I, I did that, and then and then they're like, okay, they couldn't, they couldn't feel like they couldn't find my left ball. <laughs> and so nice. they're like they're like do you only have one and I, you know i'm like 11 or 10 and i'm like i i, I should have two like i don't know where the other one would have gone you know the other one hasn't dropped yet <laughs> it, pretty much it, and i recall like going to like a specialist's office and it, again it was like that same situation where you and uh, peter were it was a young woman and I'm a young kid and I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, even though this was years ago, like I knew in the back of my mind, like what the fuck? And I just remember sitting there and I I was just staring straight up and you know, yeah, you know, you get the jelly on there and they rubbed a little machine and you can kind of view what's going on. And it ended up just being like, yeah, this kid's young. His balls are, haven't dropped yet, but one did more (laughs) than the other. But yeah, like I've, I've been there. It's weird. It's definitely so, not not comfortable. I, I can imagine how terrifying that would be. Like as an adult, like where's my other nut? It just disappeared out of nowhere. Jesus, man. Oh yeah, as in a like at your like in your situation, like I could only imagine, especially with all that pain. Fuck that. Oh yeah. I remember, I, but, go ahead. Sorry, I, I remember when I was younger. Uh, we we want to go get my dogs and neutered, and one of them he he wasn't even like even seven months old, so he he was still really young, and we we want to go get him neutered. 
And then the funny thing is, one of his balls was a ball, like it was properly by his his penis, but the other ball was still like up in his like like lower abdomen because it still hadn't fully transitioned downwards to to the normal ball position. So when they when they cut this dude open, it's like uh, they they had one ball super low and then the other ball super high. There's yeah, that's that's pretty terrible. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was normal. I thought it was normal for one ball to be higher than the other. Oh, that that is oh, no, it is. Yeah, but no, he he had like, for example, imagine one of your balls where, where they are now, and imagine another ball up up in your belly button. Like that's not normal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's a fucking disease, dude! What the fuck? Yeah, but he, he was a, he was a young dog. Man, fucking just just like balls, am I right? And yeah, yeah, like it makes me think of injuries and stuff, and like as a kid, you know, even though I've never broken a bone. Um, just all the sprains and shit I would get from like playing soccer or there are, I remember one major injury. It wasn't major, but one of the first times I got like a, a, a good hit, uh, as a kid, I, I was in kindergarten and I, I'm sure we've all done it where <laughs> there's people on the swings, right? Like there's kids on the swings swinging. Yeah. And as kids, these swings are like fucking huge. So you're, you're really getting some air. And I was one of those kids that would stand at the end of like the entirety of, of like the swing sets. So there's maybe eight in front of me, like of kids swinging back and forth. And I would try to run through them. And I was running through them and I mistimed one. And I looked to my right and I just see like a, uh, a fucking a fucking child like massively propelling to my face. And sure enough, whacks me in the jaw. And I, I blacked, I guess I, I supposedly like I had blacked out for about 10 seconds uh, in, in in the sand at recess. And I, <laughs> I just breathing in sand. <laughs> I just remember, I just remember like, like quickly getting up and then just seeing a pool of blood. And I'm like, oh, wow. Oh, nice. then, that's, yeah, that's not good. Yeah, I was just like, yeah, that's not it. And I just fucking went to the nurse's office. I just I just tore my cheek open on the inside. It was no big deal. Like, it, it was just like. Yeah. It was, was, just like, was this at our elementary school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 do you remember the, the, the swings over by the, the fifth grade section with the tetherballs? Was it those? Yeah, it was those exactly. Oh, dude, you got whacked. Dude. <laughs> yeah, I got fucking. Dude, I'm surprised I didn't get like a, a concussion or anything. Yeah, dude, those. Or, do you remember the kids who would like. Like do backflips up in the air, yeah, they were oh, huge, fuck, man. Yeah, dude. They were, they, for for the people who here, we uh, uh, Diego Caesar and I, we we all went to the same elementary school, and um, in our district, it's it's fairly common for grades to be divided. Uh, typically, it's like kinder, first and second have their own playground, and then third, fourth, and fifth grade have a whole separate playground. And as you could expect, the fourth and fifth and si- fourth fifth. Eh, fourth, fifth, and sixth playground is is much bigger, and we had we had swings that I'd say were like twenty to thirty feet high, dude. They they were tall, yeah, yeah, they were tall. When so, when when you said backflip, it gave me a a huge mem- a cringy memory of when I broke my arm. Um, this this doesn't take away from your story, but uh, when I was around the fifth in in like fifth or fourth grade. Uh, Jesus Christ! There was this. I, I was really into like riding bikes, right? I was really into like riding bikes and going down the park and, you know, 
trying like pretty much just like BMXing, but oh yeah, hell yeah, but bitchier as a little kid. <laughs> and there was this girl that lived a couple houses down, and like you know we were we were I keep on this is like fourth or fifth grade, and I was like, yo, I think she likes me. She knows I like her. I'm gonna say it was good, but before I do this, I gotta do a backflip in front of her on my bike. Because in my head, I was like, that's the only way you can get a girlfriend. And I was telling my friend, keep in mind, my friend was grounded. And the only way that he was able to hang out with me was if we were at my house only in my property. And so that happened. So at this point, I'm just like, okay, there's this little street before I hit her street. I'm going to practice right there. And we're going to see what's good. And I'll come back to you with the news. He says, cool. So I go off. And I start practicing. I start doing my little bunny hops. I start, you know, bracing myself to really lunge backwards. I've never done a back a backflip in this like this in my life, but I've seen like, you know, Travis Pastrana do it with um, Nitro Circus and such. So I was like, oh, piece of cake. Yo, Nitro Circus was so badass. It was fire, dude. It was straight fire. And sure enough, um, my first attempt, I I'm basically like on my I'm. I'm looking directly straight up at the sky with my bike straight up at the sky and I'm bracing myself to land on my back because I don't have enough projectile to turn myself around. And basically my knuckles got caught on the curb. Oh no. And my wrist just smashed into the ground. And there's these two, there's these two Mexican dudes, uh, like older gentlemen that were sitting like in the front yard where I basically just crashed. And they was like, Levantate, estás bien. Get up, push. Pretty much. Pretty much. And then I I get up and I look at my arm and you basically see it didn't the bone didn't pop out, but it scraped oh, enough to where no. you saw. Wow, 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 wow. And so they see that and they're like, oh, oh. And they just stand there. I was like, no, normally <laughs> this is where you would call an ambulance or something, but it's it's cool, fam. Yeah. And I tried to pick up my bike, and that's how I knew I broke something because I tried to pick up my bike, and it was excruciating. So oh, I was like, oh no! The adrenaline's going through me, so I'm just like, "That's not right." I literally Are cannot you- pick up anything. My my arm is not moving. My hand is not moving. And um, so I start, you know, dragging my bike back to my house. I was gonna. I thought you were gonna say your arm, like it's completely <laughs> yeah. not functional. It's just flopping. It's just stretched out. I'm holding it to my to my um to my stomach because I guess that's the only way it feels comfortable. It felt comfortable, um, and I'm I'm yelling at my friend like, "Come help me!" He's like, "I can't. My mom will let me leave your house." I was like, "Dude, you're literally across the street. Just come help me." He's like, "I can't." I was like, "Okay, cool. I'm fucking walking my my ass to the house then." BG mamon, pretty much right. And fucking, I just left my bike in the front yard and I went inside and I told my mom. I was like, mom, look. And I told her, like, I, I want to go to the hospital. I think it's broken. And she's like, go take a shower first. <laughs> and I was like, God damn it. So I had to do the hospital looking like that. <laughs> Basically, right? She was just like, you look dirty as hell. <laughs> she, she, said, she said in the sense of like, oh, she basically said like, you're fine. Go take a shower. And I was like, cool. And then my dad bursts in, like in the shower with my ass naked and everything. And he's like, he's like yelling at my mom, like his arm is broken. Look at it. And of course, there's like bone 
there. <laughs> oh no my bleeding. god! No bleeding, surprisingly, but there's like a white, like it's clearly white and yeah. Hot. I mean, the, the knuckle is just—it's just mainly skin. It's like there's not a lot of blood vessels there, so mm-hmm. not a lot. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, th- this part is like on the wrist, like on the very bone of your wrist. Like if you go to your pinky and you go down, outer or inner, outer. Outer, yeah, that's still still a bony part. But if we're talking about inner, you should have you should have bled. Yes, I should have bled out. But no, it was outer, um, so it was fine. But yeah, at this point, he's like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm taking it to the hospital. Just get changed, because I'm already clean at this point." And yeah, we went. I went to the hospital, and I got my arm stitched up, got it in a cast and everything. And the next day, I asked her out, and she became my girlfriend, my first girlfriend. Hey, sick. See? Sometimes yeah. it just takes uh, a lot of self-sacrifice to impress a woman. Maybe, maybe it was pity, but <laughs> maybe it was pity. Fuck. <laughs> Wait a minute. So she she ended up seeing you break your own arm. No, no. This was before I went to her street. He was the practicing day, for her, dude. The day before. Oh the day before. She didn't even see it. Oh my goodness. She, she didn't see it, but I, I basically told her friend because her friend was the only one with a MySpace account. so i told her friend and i was like hey can you tell her that i was i was gonna go to her house today but i broke my arm and she's like for sure and then next day at school i just everything was sorted just like on a sunday (laughs) oh my goodness that's terrible myspace (laughs) myspace that was a a while back that was what like 07 08 yeah yeah around that time we're old now yeah I I, I remember based off you know what Pedro was saying because of bone and everything it, it, it reminds me of the first time or at least the first time I I actually have a recollection of me getting getting injured and this is the reason why I say that um when when Diego or sorry Pedro was saying that it was on the outer wrist that he he didn't bleed because I know that those bony parts don't bleed because of the way that I got hurt oh, um boy. I this is what like 2006 because my my second youngest brother he he was only like two or one very very young and we we were trying to go to lake pleasant um we we lived at a house uh right around 55th ave and indian school you guys know the ranch market right there yep yeah so i i lived just i'd say a minute a minute's walk behind the ranch market and so my parents rented this house from the landlord and but my mom actually got to know her because they're they're co-workers at the time and so they're like hey you know what we're actually trying to move out into a bigger house we'll rent this house to you and so that's how we got to know them and everything you know we're we we actually went to like a lot of parties with them we were good friends and so i guess it, this was a sunday we we wanted to go to lake pleasant but no party has gone to lake pleasant yet uh see my parents are are i'm the oldest um of their children so if i didn't experience it then it's the first time whenever i do experience it so um it it, they didn't know where like pleasant was this is this is of an era before even the motorola razor so it's like things are very primitive (laughs) (laughs) and the the other guys they they they're very similar family so they they only had a, a son about the age of mine so they had never gone to lake pleasant Lake Pleasant, it's 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 not even an hour an hour drive from Phoenix. It's it's just uh, like twenty minutes uh, more north of like Paradise Valley, I'd say on 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 I seventeen. 
but it took us like three minutes to get there. We, 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 or sorry, three hours. Uh, we drove up there, got to Anthem and we're like, no, we're too far North. And so we drove South again, like 30 minutes. And we were, again, we were like around Scottsdale and we're like, no, no, we went too South. And it was just like a nonstop. We're not here. We're too North. We're too South. Like I said, we, we took three hours excruciating excruciating hours to to get to lake pleasant which should only take like one hour finally we 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 got back to anthem and you you guys on the drive to to flagstaff or so no no you guys see that there's uh some malls in anthem uh right on the way up yeah so we stopped there my parents asked somebody where lake pleasant was and they're like oh yeah drive five minutes south and there's there's a street i i don't know off the top of my head turn right and then just keep going, and it's gonna you'll you'll drive into the lake and everything. Great, that's all we needed. We go there, get to the lake, and we. You guys, have you guys been to Lake Pleasant? Yeah, I've been there. I have not. I have not. Okay. Yeah, I'm well, not. Well, yeah, a, a lot of the a lot of the more shallow areas are very packed, and so it's very hard to find a spot, especially because we we had a little a little Chevy car, so. Uh, not to, me- to mention, we were only a four-member family, four member family, so we didn't need a big car. We, we struggled to get up uh, over the hills. Finally, we get there. We find a spot that's somewhat adequate. And my dumbass has never been near a body of water except for when I, I went to, to, the, to the beaches uh, in California when my family lived there uh, from 2000 to 2002. But I don't remember being near big pools of water, right? The, o- the only bodies of water that I've been to are regulated pools in my apartments or, or the fucking the puddles outside of my, out of my house when it rains. So I think it's appropriate to cannonball inside a shallow, rocky oh, no. lake. Oh, my and God. Yeah, like I tell you, I, I was, what, six at the time. I, I didn't understand this i saw water and it, it was cannonball let's go let's do this let's make a splash i don't even think the the body the the water was up to to like my knees yet where i decided to run jump knees first into into what are just the the stoniest and rockiest part of the the water bank no knees knees are absolutely shredded you can see bone uh, on on my left knee but the thing is, it's mostly like fatty tissue. I didn't bleed, but it was just white fatty tissue. And immediately, um, I think my mom, she she saw me run and jump, and she knew immediately what I was going to do. <laughs> She's like, she, my she boy, knew, committed to she it. Knew, yeah, she knew I was going to cannonball in there, and I did. And I could, I remember hearing it. I don't know how, but she's like, no. And it, it's like, it, it's a flashback moment where it's like, she says that, and now my knees are in, in the water. But the funny thing is I didn't feel immediate pain. I stood up and I was fine. But then three seconds later, I get this sharp pain because I think <laughs> what, what, the, what, what happened was because it happened underwater, I didn't feel it. But as soon as I exposed my knee and the air hit it, it, it burned like hell. Yeah. And so I, what, I looked like a flamingo, dude. I, um, I was standing up on my right leg and I tucked in my, my right knee. And I, I couldn't walk. My dad had to go pick me up. He basically just opened the car door, fucking 
threw me in there. He's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> he's like, he's like, do you realize how long it, it took us to get here for you to do this within five minutes of being here? So, yeah, I got scolded at, and that's the way parents, uh, or at least young Mexican parents, like to educate their children. It's just by, by yelling at them, which, you know, yes, it was my fault. But I think at that point, I just needed treatment. That's not to say they didn't give me treatment. First, they had to scold me. And then they're like, all right, let me see your fucking knee. What's wrong with it? Luckily, there, there, uh, there, was, some, there was some people from Michoacan uh, next to us. So they, they got pretty well along with my parents. And my parents weren't expecting any injuries. So we didn't have a first aid kit. But these people, I guess they had like older sons who were also dumb as shit like I am. So, <laughs> so they had prepared like uh, like Neosporin and everything. They they were like the whitest Mexican family, should I say? Like they were overly prepared. They're like, oh my god, baby, come here, let me put this Neosporin on you. But they're straight up Mexican. So they had gauze. They had they had like the big all name brand. Yeah, like a big X pattern band aid and everything. So they they treated my knee. They actually had a van, and they they removed the seats for me to lay down in their van. It's pretty <laughs> so, nice of them. Damn. Yeah, it was pretty nice of them. But like my parents were like, "Yo, fucking child! Like, do you realize how long it took us?" And and I asked my I this was a long time ago, but one day I asked my mom. I was like, "Whatever happened there?" It's just like, yeah, we we didn't enjoy it because we were worried about about your knee. <laughs> like we, we we didn't know if you had like shattered your knee or anything because you just went knees first into the stoniest fucking part of the lake. Imagine going to Disney just to get kicked out of Disney the second you walk in. Exactly, it's it's exactly that. That's exactly what happened. It's you struggle to get to Disney and then park. Do you guys remember when we had to go to Disney back in uh, when was it? Twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. We we had a walk, and and there was a lot. And imagine after all of that, or on the way back, to just say, "Oh yeah, the park is closed." And you're like, "No, fuck that." That's essentially what I did to my parents. You but I, was, I think I was six. A, I was six. Okay. If I was a parent and my kid did some stupid shit like that, I'd be like, "Dude, what the what what was going on? What was going through your head, man? Like, tell me yeah, what yeah. the end result was." Walk me was through this. this. Well, yeah, walk me through this, big man. Like, what was going on? Like, okay, no. you were going to okay. go do this. What were you expecting to happen? You see, Caesar, and I think that's a bad habit that I think my parents let me have because it wasn't until recently that I, I, I was able to, to remaster some VHS tapes that my parents had of when we were... Uh, I was born in Chicago, so they have some tapes of when we were in Chicago when I was a baby and a little bit more when I was more of a toddler in, in L.A., and they have videos of when we're at Santa Monica, uh, Venice, and even uh, at Long Beach. And you could see my little one to two-year-old ass in Pampers running up to the water. And when I would jump in the water, I'd go knees first into it. But because it's sand, there's nothing's going to happen to my knee. So I think I think it was like instinct for me to see water, knees first. Water, knees first. But there was, there was rocks before there was water, so... <laughs> Oddly I still, enough, I still have the scar on my knee. It's it looks like a U. Oddly enough, now that you mentioned that, like you go knees first, I always go ass first for some reason. Yeah, you would crack your <laughs> tailbone. You you would be yeah, paralyzed. Jesus, paralyzed. You get right the most there. flash though. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but shout I've out to that family next to us, dude. They they were like, I obviously you could tell when when parents have been parents for a while because of the way that they they react to stressful situations. My parents were 
arguably new parents and they had their their second child so you know it was it was stressful times for them and for me to do that it's like okay you are the oldest we don't expect this shit from you we 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 <laughs> only want to uh, we only expect trouble from from the baby not you it's like what the fuck <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> yeah, but that's the that's as far as I can go back to say when I was injured. My parents tell me stories of when I got hurt when I was like two because it was my birthday and they were singing happy birthday to me. So I jumped off. You know, you know, when they're babies, they, they like to like stand them up on the table and everything or yeah. sit on the table. I jumped off the table. <laughs> I, I ran away. I ran like all, like fucking savage. Yeah, I ran away. I ran to to the next door, but they uh, there was. There was this wall that I tried to get around, but I ran like a nose first into it. And so when you you see pictures of me when I'm like two, three, maybe even four, I, I have this little scar right like right where my unibrow would be. And I guess as I got older, it just cleared out. But that's where I fucking just headbutted the shit out of that wall. But that's from Fuck. second. That's from like my parents telling me that. I don't remember that. But where I do remember is me fucking just going cannonball in, in at like pleasant good lord yeah injury yeah those it's it's just it's hilarious how many injuries you get into as a kid and you look oh i have and, i have so many injuries to same dude. <laughs> yeah oh, you guys yeah. sound like you guys are some fucking pinches moros madrosos when you guys were tiny and i'm like not that i that i wasn't i was but i i didn't get as you know i guess injured as you guys did I, th- I feel like it's the opposite. Now I'm getting injured as the older I get. <laughs> the older yeah. we get, it's, yeah, I, it's all internal. Yeah, I think the the main thing was because I was the oldest. I looked up. I looked up a lot to to the older kids, and they mm. were doing bad shit. So I, you know, try to act the part too. And even then, as a kid, I, and even today, I still think I'm not carefree, but I could I could take risks, and so. I think when I was a, I was a kid, I'd just say literally like YOLO, fuck it. Now would do things, and uh, you you learn from from when you get hurt. So it's like today, what I jump knees first. What I have realized that that's not the proper way to jump into lakes. Had that not happened, maybe maybe not. But we'll find out next time. Yeah, on that's the a, next that's episode how, that's of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Are you supposed to aim? loaded firearms at, at your hand maybe maybe not bro i'm still gonna that's, do backflips in front of chicks what but the that's fuck? but that's a story for another time i long I story short no you don't fire guns at your hand they will go inside your hand when you started uh, explaining your story joel um i thought you were gonna start with that <laughs> and i was like oh i know where this is going and i'm like oh wait i don't know where this is going <laughs> no yeah but that 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 will come Joel shot himself in the hand. Yeah, I shot myself in the hand, everybody. You yeah. know what? Dude, <laughs> what you know the what BB should... gun? Don't leave it at that. What the BB gun? <laughs> nah, you gotta... No, you, you could have left him. it. Come on, Diego. Yeah, I remember uh, like at school when people would, would see me, they were like, hey, Joel, what happened? Uh, why, why is your hand in a cast? And uh, at, at school, I, I actually ride an electric skateboard, so everybody assumed that I had fallen off the skateboard. And they weren't expecting the response. Oh yeah, I shot myself. <laughs> You're like, what? What the fuck? What happened? I want to feel the pain. We will. We will uh, <laughs> get back to. We'll, we'll definitely. We'll definitely get to another podcast where we will tell more stories of our childhood injuries. But I think that'll wrap it up there. It's a little, just a little over an hour. 
Jesus Christ, I finished so awesome. much beer I shouldn't have drank. Well, if you guys have gotten this far and listening to our somewhat drunk asses, uh, we would appreciate it if you go and look at our Instagram at Chalatan Podcast. Again, hey, thank play. you all for listening. And that is all from me. Good night, everybody.